Oh my gosh, Hayden's here. Go, What's up? <laughs> good to be here, man. Okay, okay, fellas. I'm just happy to be here. Okay, guys, welcome to the HY Double P podcast. Um, tonight I have uh, Hayden Helshorn in the his house. Um, I actually have been working on a studio. You guys can't see it, but um, I'm super excited to use that with uh, making music videos, doing some stuff on YouTube, doing podcast work, TikTok videos. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just... It's going to be a multi-purpose studio room, but um, tonight, we are recording this on a Thursday night. Tonight is Thursday the 20... What's today's date, Hayden? 27th, still. Yes, it is. It is Thursday the 27th, and uh, we're going to actually post this. I keep popping. We're actually going to post this um, a couple weeks later. Um, so that you guys can get this on Spotify and Apple Music. But this is actually the first live podcast we've ever had. So right now we have a live Facebook audience. Um, I'm going to let Hayden introduce himself and kind of what we're going to be talking about. But uh, just a little bit about him. Uh, I went to school at Otterbein with uh, Hayden. We played football together for a year. Um, he is a... Uh, I think he's he is working on his faith every day. And that's something that he's very passionate about. And, uh, in our times in the fraternity, this guy was the president as well as he was, um, like the, the, the chaplain and, uh, just an overall really good guy with a really good outlook on life. And I really wanted to bring him in here to, uh, to talk about God and to talk about faith. Um, one of the things, one of the reasons I made this podcast is so that, um, you guys could know me a little bit more beyond the music and although I fall short, I mean, I do drink some alcohol. Um, I do say some dirty words. Um, you know, my faith is very important to me. And, and this is very um, unusual because I typically don't like to speak out um, about it in terms of music because uh, I don't want someone to say, like, you know, you're a hypocrite or something. So uh, i just kind of been laying low. Um, but I really wanted to talk about God, and I want to talk about my faith, and I want to talk about... I don't know, just some really cool topics, and that's why I have Hayden. So, Hayden, you take it away from here. Dude, what an introduction. That was great stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> Wow, I don't know if I deserved all that hype, but <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I'm finally ready to do this, man. We are, I'd consider us, like, really close. Yeah, same here. Like, when I think of people that I went to school with, I'd consider you one of the closest guys. Um. Just because you were the only one that would stay up with me, like I'm a night, I'm a night owl. I could never go to sleep at night, and uh, you know I had a podcast for a while. I'm passionate about podcasting, so this is like perfect that you started this because I'm all on board on this kind of stuff. And you got a great setup. This studio looks sick, dude. Like for somebody that just podcasts out of their apartment, second floor, like this is nice, dude. <laughs> you got a nice setup. I've definitely been excited to do this, and um. But dude, we just would stay up so late, and we would uh, we would drink some beers on the roof of Zeta like all the time, just chat. Like that was like my favorite. That was some of my favorite times at Zeta, man. Dude, honestly, same here. Um, I was thinking about that. So, uh, we live together in the frat house, and there's an easy way that you can go outside a window and literally climb on the top of this three three story building, and it, you can overlook a lot of the the campus, and you can see a church and see the police um 
Oh, what would you? The police station. The police station. Yeah. yeah. Westerville police. You could see uptown Westerville. Yeah, uptown Westerville. The you could see the cars pa- pass by, like in the street ahead. You could see who's coming into the house at all angles. It's yeah, yeah. It's a really great spot, and we would we would always go up there, and yeah, we'd always chill. And Hayden, Hayden, and I, I think we both went through a lot of trials in college, trying to find ourselves, um, trying to just figure stuff out, being guys, um, being Christians, being in a setting where there is a lot of drinking and partying, and you know, being in a fraternity that's going to take away from your faith a little bit, you know, and the key, I don't know, I kind of struggled with um, digging deeper into my faith during that time, but Hayden and I, we were we were both night owls, like he said, and uh, I mean, my regular bedtime was like 4 a.m., and then I'd wake up for class at 8, do my class at 8, and come back and then nap through the day, which is super ignorant, but I remember going on the roof and talking about like some of the life's toughest questions um talking about life scenarios and then talking about jesus and talking about god and those are some of the most genuine conversations i'd ever had about any of like some some deep talk uh some deep topics and and some some stuff that is kind of vulnerable to talk about so it's not a thing that's talked about a lot in fraternity houses too so you knew or at least like People don't really talk about those kind of conversations they have with other people. You know, it's not it's it's really abnormal for two guys nowadays, which is a sad thing. It's really abnormal for two, for two guys our age to like really sit down and like talk about really deep stuff on a regular basis and you know, that's why people get attached to uh, just a lot of a lot of podcasts like this one where we're going to probably open up the can and talk about everything. Um, but yeah, man, I I I loved I loved those times as Ada. Great times. So, um, Hayden, like, oh, and by the way, for the, for the I'm eating one of Hayden's mints. It's one of those uh, icebreaker duos. It's like the strawberry mint. It is just so just, addictive. You you really do taste fifty fifty. It says you're gonna taste fruit and cool. And I asked you, does that mint taste more fruity or more cooly? And you said it tastes them both 50 50 yeah 50 50 man you, you could never pick one or the other that's crazy it's exactly down the middle it's fruity and it's cool <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing um so uh hayden came here and he was super excited to tell me that he brought mountain dew what mountain dew did you have i don't know if it's yeah you got a yeah, little bit so left. this was a voltage and i don't re- know if you remember like when mountain dew was doing those things where it was one of their promotions where they had fans vote on what would become the yes, new official flavor. Yes, it was flavor. against uh, one called Revolution, Voltage, and I can't remember the other one. I can't one remember was. the other one either. Was it purple? It was like reddish purple, yeah. Yeah. But the but the blue Revolution that one, one won. that one was all no Voltage one. Yeah, yeah, Voltage one. But Revolution another, was really good. It oh was yeah, blue. It, was it was another, another blue, blue one. one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. And you know what I you know what I think is a hidden secret. I think they just took the recipe from the revolution, and right now there is a um, Walmart exclusive Mountain Dew, and it's called Frostbite, and it's royal blue, just like the revolution was. Really? Tastes just like it. But the thing is, they discontinued revolution because it it didn't win, but this Walmart exclusive tastes just like it. And it's, honestly, uh, I'm going to start doing, uh, they're called Morning Dew, and and basically every Monday morning, I'm gonna you guys can start your your weeks with me. 
I'm going to crack open a Mountain Dew, do a new Mountain Dew flavor review. How many flavors are there? Are there enough to do all that? Yeah, there's 20, but I'm not just doing flavors. I'm also going to do like like Mountain Dew Mimics. I'm going to do a review on like Mellow, Mellow Yellow. Yellow, Mountain Lightning, which is like Walmart. Uh, Mellow Yellow is okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But some people are passionate about it. Dude, though. dude, I, I've said this earlier, but um, there's actually a uh, there's like Mountain Dew flavored Doritos from Australia, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have one of those do. in the mor- yeah. on a Monday morning. Just M- morning pop open do. the bag and review them. But I don't know. I'm going to start doing stuff like that. But I started looking up the different flavors and stuff. And uh, I tell you, another one that's good you got to try is Speedway has an exclusive one, and it's called. Uh, I think it's called Spark. It's called like Mountain Dew Spark, and it is raspberry lemonade flavor. Mm. It's wild. Mm. Yeah, I can never really decide between Revolution and Voltage back in the day. Same. Because there was the three of them, and I remember the reddish-purple one was good, but it wasn't like, this one's not going to win, though, because it's not blue like Voltage and Revolution. And something about blue drinks are just like, like they're going to, a blue drink is going to outwin any other color drink almost every time especially if they're really close to tasting the same like has mountain dew made a bad flavor i think so which one i can't think of one sorry i didn't get that well we weren't talking to you so i'm sorry about that alexa <laughs> but yeah i think i think there is a bad flavor hey alexa how many mountain dew flavors are there mountain dew has 8 flavors I only have eight. No, there's more than that. Eight's kind of a lot, though. I can, I know. I can, I'll name them. Voltage, I'll name as many as I know. Baja Blast, LimeWire, Code Red, OG, the Frost one you just said. I'm gonna count that. Mountain Dew Real Sugar. Oh yes. Okay. I guess diet. Does diet count as a flavor though of Mountain Dew? I guess technically it's different tasting. So but like, cool. let me like let's talk about these ones. Taco Bell has one now, and it's uh Baja it's Blast. it's a it's a mango flavor. Or no, no, not Taco Bell. KFC has has a has their own, and it's a mango flavored one. Really? Yep. I like mango. Um, Taco Bell has also had like one that's like a sangria flavor. It's like a red one. Super average. Super actually subpar. Um, I thought the, the Mountain Dew from Taco Bell was like maybe a five out of 10, but the uh-huh. worst, yeah, the, no, the, what do I keep saying Taco Bell? You keep saying Taco okay, Bell. Okay. I mean, KFC, yeah. KFC. Just forget about it. Just empty it. We're going to forget about the things that don't matter. And KFC's mango doesn't matter. Exactly. Let Th- it go. That's, that's exactly what I'm getting <laughs> at. You said it perfectly, but, um, so how do you feel about Baja Blast then? You keep teasing me on your opinion with it. My ba- ba- uh, Baja Blast is a ten out of ten flavor for me. I think I agree. Great flavor. Ten out of ten. They hit I only ha- I only have three ten out of tens. In Mountain Dew flavors mm-hmm. or in life? In 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 Mountain Dews. That's kind of a lot. There's like thirty flavors. No, there's eight. I can. I, you didn't give me a chance to name them. Here no, I'm, Alexa said there's eight. Listen, Alexa. All right, I'm going to say him. What's her name? No. We're not going to talk to Alexa. Alexa, yeah. Well, I said Alexa, and you didn't. You just looked at me. You were dumbfounded. Quit talking about Alexa, because she's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Why isn't she backing me up? I'm trying to defend her. She said there's eight. All right, well, I turned her off, so haha. Anyway, I'm going to tell you the flavors I know of. Baja Blast, regular, uh, Code Red, Livewire, 
there's a there's one that's called Pitch Black. It's the grape one. That's that's my least oh, favorite you, flavor. Okay. There was a Pitch I know Black which too. One you're talking about yeah. There oh, is I Frostbite. Hold on, let me let me get through these. Frostbite, Game Fuel one, Game Fuel two. Right there is ten flavors. There is a white one that is uh, it's called White Out. There is one that is white that's like a Halloween flavor. It's called like Boo something. I forget what flavor it is, but it's kind of subpar as well. Have you had Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning? No. Good. What is it? Good. I'm just glad you didn't know what it was. It means that you dumped it out of your mind because that's the mango one from KFC. Oh, really? But then I just reminded it of you. But I did. I read it, and then I scrolled down, and then I saw Colonel Sanders' face on it, and I was like, that's the one I told him to forget about, and I just tried to bring it up. <laughs> but that's dead last in this rankings. Anyway. This, this has 15 of them. Yeah, so my Mountain, Dew, about right. my Mountain Dew today is a Code Red, and I definitely stole it from Anthony Carroll, my roommate. Um, I definitely owe you one. I'll buy you another Mountain Dew. What um, are your three perfect 10 out of 10 Mountain Dews? Yeah, Mountain Dew Baja Blast, uh, Mountain Dew Voltage, and uh, I'm going to have to say Mountain Dew Frostbite. This list from Mashed.com has... Agrees with you on Baja Blast. Has that as one. Mountain Dew Throwback is number two with the real sugar, which I actually agree with. I really do like Mountain that Mountain Dew one. real sugar is really good. Can is really cool. I love a good throwback can. I agree. Do you remember the uh, Dr. Throwback Pepper ones they did? Cool. Which ones? The Dr. Pepper ones they did. The Dr. Pepper throwbacks? They're sweet cans. No, I don't think I do remember that. Let's pull some up. I'll pull some up. Yeah, pull some up for the for the folks. Mm. I really like Dr. Pepper. That's probably my favorite pop, too. And you know how many flavors no. are in it? So there's 23. Do you know Do you know them? No. All right, let's look, let's look that up real quick. I think it's cap. I don't really think there's 20. I think there's no, there, 23 no, flavors. There are, and it's actually insane. Okay, so there's vanilla. There's cherry. All right, hold on. Let, all right, let me you, pause. I'm going <sighs> to let you do those guesses, and I'm going to see how many that you can actually guess. Okay. But i got to find that official list. Oh, man, this is a good one. I need the list. It's not giving me the list. Vanilla cherry. Diet. I'm guessing there's a real sugar. Is there a raspberry? A black cherry. There's not All right, orange. you ready? You can't mix orange and brown pop. That would just be horrendous. All right. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, you start guessing. I'm going to tell you right, how vanilla? many. You, yep. Regular. Regular just doc, what? Just Dr. Pepper. The one, the just the OG one. Yeah, just the regular the Dr. OG. Pepper. What are yep. the 23 flavors? Yeah, yeah, I've named two of them. Okay, vanilla. Regular. What is regular? Just. just That's not a part of the 23 flavors. Continue. What? Okay, all right. Uh, cherry. Yep. Raspberry. Yep. Black cherry. Blackberry. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Um, What tastes good? Like, I'm trying to think what would taste good. I honestly haven't had... Peppered, moron. Peppered? Pepper. You're not a moron. That was really harsh. But it's it's Dr. Pepper. I understand. We're talking... Yeah. Pepper is a flavor. Pepper is a flavor? Yeah, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. I'm going to read them off. Here are the 23 flavors, folks, to Dr. Pepper. It is amaretto, 
almond, blackberry, black licorice, caramel, carrot, freaking carrot, clove, cherry, cola, ginger, juniper, lemon, molasses, nutmeg, orange, prune, plum, pepper, root beer, rum, raspberry, tomato, and vanilla. Uh, <laughs> gosh, that is that's too many. That is too many. I knew there was going to be too many, but I always thought it was capped because I didn't really think that they had made all those flavors. Now, have they actually made all those and sold those all on shelves? So I guess my next my can you can you taste the difference with the Dr Pepper vanilla or the Dr Pepper with cherry vanilla? Like, that's a I, good point. I can't taste the difference. No, anymore. I've honestly only had Dr Pepper and like diet Dr Pepper. I've never had any of these other flavors. But that's because the only time I get Dr Pepper is when I'm at restaurants. I never go out and buy right. soda. Well, I bought this Mountain Dew, but I was at a gas station. I don't I don't see like Dr Pepper vanillas on shelves anywhere so i honestly didn't know like which one of those these throwback the cans this one, this one was a really cool intriguing. one that yeah that is there's a lot it's going like a on woman there. on there yeah that's i mean that's okay i like the that's cool that one's a really that cool pinstripes. one pinstripes yeah i'm like, Nice, yeah, that is very. I like this one. This I like the '90s looking cans. Like, do you remember yeah. the old Sprite cans? Yeah, you're a big '90s. Hold guy. on, let's look up. Let's look up the Sprite cans. Oh, yes, yeah, right here, bro. Yeah. That right there. That's a good. That that's is a, good a sweet. Can. That is a sweet. That can. is a sweet can. They need to. I'm going to sign. I'm going to get a petition this is the started. New can, and that's just not super as subpar. Clean. Super yeah, subpar. Underwhelming. Very nice. That's very nice. Very, very nice. Like, very, can. very nice. How about old Pepsi cans? Okay. Pepsi has they have always had a good look. And I, I think they, they rock it. The red, white, all and right. blue they rock. Oh. I mean they're all great. I don't think Pepsi's I like the, made a I bad like the can. early two thousands Pepsi cans. These are so this is what they're rocking nowadays, and it's this is underwhelming. That is yeah. underwhelming. I thought it was cool when they came out, but First now. of all, yeah. have you ever had Royal Crown Cola, RC Cola? That's like the like the Meyer brand or Walmart brand. No, 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 cola? it's its own thing. It's just not like popular or like I've sold seen as much it on as the shelves. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I've had. I've phenomenal. Had these. And it's in the good. south, in it's the good. south, it is very common to have moon pies within RC Cola. So like they get like they got a moon pie store. Yeah, you know what moon pies are. Yeah, like, like, like the sugary Debbie's. one, yeah. Well, you go in there and you can buy, like, there's, they have hundreds of flavors of the moon pies. Well, you can get a moon pie and then you go to this, like, uh, refrigerator and it's a it's got bottles of RC Cola. Fascinating. How about Mr. Pibb Extra? Now I think, Pib, I, okay, unpopular opinion, I'm going to say it. I think Mr. Pibb slash Pibb Extra is better than Dr. Pepper. Oh, no, it's not a hot take. That's what I'm glad you made that take because, as I said, Dr. Pepper, I always forget about Mr. Pibb, but every time I have them back-to-back, Mr. Pibb's, like, a little bit better. Like, it's just always a little Do bit better. Do you know what uh, Pibb Look up Extra- that can. Dude, Pibb Extra cans are that's sweet. Because that, that's my favorite soda. Like, I know oh I've said gosh, three of my favorite Pib. sodas, but Pibb Extra. 
That's okay, so the, that's I want to tell you something that's about, Pib, about Pib Extra. So first of all, I Great think can. this is just absolutely the coolest can the ever. Lightning? Extra 90s. The, like, I always thought it was like lightning in like the back. Literally lightning. so 90s. Yes. So 90s. No, i tell you what I think it looks like. I think. Have you ever like swam under, like when you go underwater and you look yeah, back up at the it's surface? It's like you're swimming in the can. It, look, it, it looks like a, like a pool of Pib Extra. Yeah. With a bunch of waves. Yeah. But great can. Did you know just this? Just a great can. I'm gonna tell you something pretty that's cool the, about that's this. That's the greatest pop of. That's the greatest pop. So here's something interesting, and I didn't know this, but um, if you look at a Pib Extra bottle or can, I'm trying to see where it is or where it says it. I've never. It had says a, a spicy cherry soda. Would yeah. you have ever thought that to be a spicy cherry soda? Well, only because, yeah, I would have thought that was cherry. You didn't know there was cherry in it. There's yeah, yeah, but Dr. I just Pepper. want to know that. Hey, hey, look at look at the Mister, look at the Mister Pib logo, the old one, before it was Pib Extra. I think this one's like. Oh, that's kind on, of this one. that's kind of hard. The middle one right there. That's a lot going on. There's a lot. That's going hard, on that dude. One. That's cool. I don't. That's cool. That's eighties. I respect throwback. I do. I respect the eighties look. I like this one better though. Oh, this one's per. What is the surge? So many sodas out there. That, surge like, is such a subpar Mountain Dew. Maybe you just should rate sodas. You know what? You should just start rating about sodas. Hours, there's so but many honestly, sodas. Honestly, end of the conversation, there's only one pop out there. It's Mountain Dew, yeah. And it's the Mountain it's Dew. It's good. It's Folks, good. Not my um, favorite. I got to stay on the Pib Extra train. I just jumped on it. So, so you know, I've never like talked about pop uh, this in-depth as I have no. with you. No. So um, we're going to take like a quick uh, break. Um, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play some kind of a song. Hayden, what, what song do you want to play? What What's your favorite country song out right now? Right now, your favorite one. Like, what one did you listen to? Like, good vibes song. Or like, uh, I was listening to Six Feet Apart" by Luke Combs on the way here. That song's hitting right now. Well, it just gets better and better as fun more fact things about, get canceled. It just is the only thing that's getting me through life. Well, good news is uh, he has a. Deluxe, Deluxe album mm. where he's adding five new songs to um, the uh, What You See Is What You Get. And uh, it's going to release in October. And the, the deluxe version is actually called uh, What You See Ain't Always What You Get. And so like the, uh, the, the yeah. first cover was like gray with like red font. Well, this one's like a teal and blue looking. Is that a contradiction? Yeah, it is. is. It is, and that's. I thought it was interesting. So is he going back on it? Like he's saying, sometimes you get something different. Is he gonna mix it up and go, go hip hop on us? So, uh, what was real quick? What was your favorite song off that album? Which one? This one. What you see is what you get, dude. uh, You want to hear something that you probably won't like? What song is it, dude? I really was not a fan of the album. Really. Now let's look at the songs why? on it. Can I ask why? Let's hear it. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling a lot of the vibes. I like I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Luke Holmes and there are some good uh there are some good songs on it. Let me uh let's see let's see what's on it. Yeah, I mean if you don't if you didn't like the album then you wouldn't know any of the songs. I didn't know people didn't like that pro- that that by him. I mean I loved every single track. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm there's not, not saying one, it's there's not, not a good one album. bad track to me. I just I just really wasn't feeling it, but like I'm not trashing it. Like I um let's see here. There's just so many singles on there though, or so many songs that are radio hits right now. Like Does to Me was an instant hit with Eric Church. 
even though Eric Church has like three bars on it. Okay, here we go. These are this is what is on uh what you see is what you get. Um Beer Never Broke My Heart, Refrigerator Door. I mean that two popular ones that are on the radio. Yeah, um Even Though I'm Leaving, Loving on radio. You, Moon Over Mexico, Blue Collar Boys, New Every Day, Reasons, Every Little Bit Helps, Dear Today. What you see is what you get. Does to me. Radio. Angels working overtime all over again. Nothing like you. Better together. Um, I'm going to tell you what my favorite three songs on this is. Okay. Um, first one for me is. Wait. Prob- so you have three songs that you like on this, but it's not good. I mean, I, if I had to pick the three songs, like top three songs that I think's on this album, but like, doesn't. Well, how much do you not like it? Like on a scale, like, is it like, like it, like, unbearable? like, okay. Okay. Like you the, couldn't listen like out of 10. I'm going to explain it. Here we go. Um, all every EP and single by Luke Combs before this album. So like, um, this one's for you and this yeah. one's for you too. His EPs before that hurricane, I would rank every one of those albums, 10 out of 10. No question. Really? Start to finish okay. 10 out of 10. This album I think is a seven out of 10. So like I'm not saying it's bad. Oh, that's still very good. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm trying to say like I don't think it's horrible. I just don't think it's as good as the other one. Now, however, I am anxious for this. What you see is what you, or what, what you, you see, see ain't always, always what, what you, you get. get. Yeah. But anyway, my my three fa- uh, favorite songs on uh, what you see is what you get is Moon Over Mexico. Uh, does oh, does I mean, to me real quickly. I love that song. Yeah, great song. Moon Over Mexico. I've never been to Mexico. Neither have I. But that song makes me want to buy a ticket and go to Mexico. It's just like, I don't know, that song just hits, man. I like it. Well, Moon Over Mexico does to me, and my favorite on the album is What You See Is What You Get. I refer, I, I relate to that so yeah. much. What, what You See Is What You Get, man. Um, Dude, no the lyrics in sleeves. that the lyrics in that song. Because you ain't got no sleeves. We don't have no sleeves. The you know what song is really cra- that song that I I think is his best song, Dear Today. That one I was listening to that one the other day, and I've been listening to that one a lot recently, and that one just puts me in a mental place where I'm just like, I'm happy with who I am today, and I'm ha- I think I'm gonna be happy with who I am later, but definitely don't take this moment for granted. Dear Today is a great song. That might be his best one, dude. I think that might be his, like a super that's his underrated. Best, that's in my opinion. That's one of my. Uh, that is, and this is this is uh, okay. I'm just going to say it. I was disappointed in the production of it of so the like, song. Yes, uh, in the production of the song, I thought that it was too acoustic and too simple. Don't get me wrong. I think it needed to be sentimental, but I think that it should have had. But how about when it comes in at like the yeah, two minute mark? I don't mark. like that. I just wish it would have started that way from the beginning. So now, however, I saw him play it, uh, um, like live in concert. Um, I not not see him play it live in concert. I've seen videos of him playing it live in concert. I thought that that is probably one of his oh. top three, if not one of his. It was just one of his best songs he's ever written, just because of the sentiment behind it and the meaning. It's just one of it. it every time I hear it, it's just one of those songs that I think about where he, he's talking to himself. He's singing to himself, so it's him. Older, yeah, I think it's sweet. Singing to the younger version of himself. The the amount of meaning in it, dude, is just absolutely insane. Um, so so, what 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 song do you want to play? Uh, what was uh, the one that you originally said? What did I What did I say? You oh, said a Luke Combs song. Luke. Oh, uh, 
Oh, six feet apart. Yeah, you can play yeah. six feet apart. Guys, you are listening to Hell Yeah, Paul Paul. When the dogwoods start to bloom And the crickets hum their tune That's usually about the time That I feel most alone But the news has all been bad And the whole world seems so sad I ain't had much else going on So I sat down and wrote this song I miss my mom, I miss my dad So yeah, guys, we're back on. Uh, Got the sniffles. Hell yeah, pop all, but um, I don't want that to take away from what we're about to talk about because we're about to talk about to me is is pretty important, um, and I think it's important to talk about, and it's something that means something to me. So I do, I want to talk about. It. So we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about God. We're gonna talk about faith. We're gonna talk about some challenging questions, and I'm kind of gonna let Hayden take over. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. I don't know where to exactly start from other than talking back about our time as fraternity brothers when we were both in Zeta. You were one of the only guys that I had long thought out conversations about certain things and our different opinions of what God is and what he does and what we believe about him, what we believe he's doing in our lives what believe we can do better at, you know, we, we talked about so many things. We even talked about like what he could be doing better for other people. And through that, I learned about you that you think quite a lot and you have a lot to share. And I think, I think you wanted to have me on this podcast because you miss talking about those things and you miss showing a side of you that does have a heart out for God. And when we do sit down and talk about it, anytime we're in a room together for a long enough time, it always comes out. And my favorite thing about you is how bold you are in your faith. <laughs> like you are bold in it. And it is, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing how much you open up and really start talking about it and how much it means to you. And even though we express often, things that don't portray a life that is close to God. Right. It's still con- all on, on the only thing on our minds all the time. And from talking to you, that was very clear and evident that you always are thinking about where you're at with God. It's, it's hard. I mean, like I've always, I've always been hard on myself. Um, I think, I think the reason that um, I'm, I'm so drawn so close to mental health and mental illness is because of how hard I am on myself. So it's kind of hard to express that stuff because I'm well aware of how imperfect I am. Um, but I mean, my tatted across my chest is is the Roman numerals five sixteen, and uh, five sixteen that it's representative of Matthew five sixteen. Let your light shine before men so they see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And uh, for whatever reason, I I don't I don't know if a lot of people are this way, but like if I had a verse that just 
infinitely resonates within me and my soul and my being, it's it's Matthew five sixteen. And I think the reason it does is because you know, in that verse it's it's not talking about being perfect. It's not talking about walking the straight and narrow. Don't get me wrong. Uh, abiding by by the Bible and God's law and God's will, that's very important. But what? But it's not that hypocritical. You got to be perfect. The Bible verse is simply let your light shine. You know, and however you may be. You know, I think. I think I say dirty words. I think I do some honorary things that probably push the limit across the lines. But at the end of the day, I know where my heart is. I think I'm a very open person who who wears his heart on his sleeve. And, you know, I invest in people. So I think that, you know, even though um, I'm not perfect, I think that I try to live my life according to that Bible verse. And, I, you know, if there's anything that I, I would want anybody to think about me is, is like, you know, like, wow, like, like, look at him. Like, God shines through him. And, uh, you know, I feel his love. And maybe I can inspire some people to, to, to be like, you know, I think one thing I'm good at is seeing beyond any kind of uh, bias, um, any kind of um, assumption or bad mouth. You know, if if you're a good person, I feel like I see it and it's pretty evident. And I, I like to just spread love, man. And uh, I think that's a part of Matthew 5.16. Yeah, no, that is a, what I really like about what you said is, yeah, no, that is one of the best things about being in relationship with the Lord is that he actually shines his light off of us and to the world for the rest to see so that it's only showing his picture when they look at us and it points people back up to him. And what's awesome about that is because our I feel like my personality attached from God in a when I'm attached from God, I am striving after things that just ultimately make me a worse person like it makes me um treat other people badly like when my mind isn't thinking about god when my mind does have god on it it glorifies him and because he's perfect so many people are like impressed you know but it's not me it's not hayden it's it's god's reflection showing off of me this is who he is and he's using me and I mean, it's not about you being perfect. It's about you being imperfect and serving someone who is and someone that is infinite. Um, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about him. And and when you start living accordingly, I mean, I'm not just trying to, like, shove anything down anybody's throats, but, like, I've seen amazing things happen, like, when you really start to put your heart and mind and, and your actions towards Christ, especially, like, with helping others and just doing right. You do good. And I think good things happen. Yeah. Well, you know, some of the, I don't know if you're ever like, sometimes a, a reflection from the sun will hit your eye and it will be like, ah, ah, that's bright. And it will come off something as small as like a phone screen. You know, it doesn't yeah. take a lot. It doesn't take a, a really big exactly thing to impact somebody's life. And any, like, think about like any, you can look in your reflection in anything. And just because that thing is an imperfect mirror, doesn't mean it still shows beauty through the reflection. Just like that window, even though it is, uh, you can't really see. There's, it's not really bright. It's, it's completely transparent. You still see a reflection off it. So yeah, that window isn't a perfect mirror at all. It's the furthest thing from a perfect mirror, but the reflection is still as as beautiful right. as anything you've ever right. seen. So that's kind of like our lives. Like our lives are 
small, they're broken, they're shattered. Uh, sometimes they are, you know, they're just, they're just small. They're not the perfect mirror. You wouldn't get ready every morning with it, but sometimes the light can hit you and, and it will impact somebody hard. And that's why when you were talking about doing this podcast and you Snapchatted me, I said, I love what you're doing, man, because you don't realize. And like, I want to encourage you because <laughs> it's easy to sometimes get fatigue, especially when you're doing as busy as your life is. I mean, being a nursing <laughs> student, uh, trying to keep up a music career and now doing a podcast, you got a little too much dip on your chip sometimes, dude, my dude. I swear I would, I would do anything to like either make a clone of myself or to get another person to help me with yeah. this. It's, it's difficult, but you but know. you got to keep doing it though, because the thing is, is like, I'll have people, cause I have a podcast too. Yeah. Hockey dudes, right? The hockey dudes. Hockey dudes. Yep. We have a hockey podcast and it's, you know, we just make jokes on it and talk sports, but I'll have people like text me and like, or like I'll see them in person and they'll just like chuckle like Luke, like Luke Greenlobber. Like, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, Luke funniest, funniest kid. I love him. So warm hearted, so gentle, but he'll be talking to me and he'll like bring up a thing that Tommy and I were talking about in the podcast and he'll just die of laughter. And I'll be like, you know, at the time when I was recording that, I didn't think anybody was listening, but it had an impact on the way that he was able to laugh in that moment. You know, when he was listening to us, you never know what life you can impact by doing something like this and putting yourself out there. Because if you turn one person out in the world, just one person in a direction that is away from God, and you're able to turn them to something better than being not striving for God, but just maybe they try to get their uh, academic career or life better, or they, maybe they try to get their relationship with their spouse or something better. If you turn one person in the right direction for the right reason, and it's because of you, all the years you could put, all the effort you could put into a podcast is worth it, because... If you have a love for other people, you want them to be better. You know, you just want them to be better. And I, just the one person that you can impact is it makes it worth it. Especially, I know you enjoy doing this. Otherwise, you wouldn't, you know, have such an awesome. Like, not only is this awesome and the production great, but your Instagram account is fire. I love the Instagram <laughs> account. I appreciate it, man. So tell me, like, I don't know if you shared on your other episodes. I listened to the one with Kurt and then the one with. Uh, Mina and, and Ben. So uh -huh. those are the only two I've listened to. Um, but just reiterate again, like, why are you doing the podcast? Like, man, um, hold on. So when, when COVID pretty much, uh, unemployed every musician, every country artist, everybody that had plans of shows or, you know, what they do in their regular lifestyle, I think it kind of rewired a lot of people in the sense of it's like, what, what, like, what, what do I do now? What can I do? How, how can I get out content for people? And really in reflecting upon what my music career has been and, and what I want out of it. Um, the biggest thing for me is relationships. The, the, the people I meet, the memories I make with those people and the stories that like will last forever. That you know, that's that's why I do it. And when when you don't have an outlet to do that kind of stuff, you got to find something else. And for me, I want people to know who who I am, and beyond the perfect pictures and the perfect graphic design that I I, I dial up for every 
um, show that I do and everything that's just so perfect. Like I, I wanted to show the imperfect goofy idiot that I am. I wanted, I want people to see like, you know, the sides of me that's like, I, I'm here to like help you. I'm, I'm here to, to show you how to chase dreams because I mean, that's all that this is. So, um, I really just kind of wanted to reach out and make deeper connections with my following, you know, maybe grow my following. Cause I, I do think that I have a message to, that, that, that I, I want to be seen. Um, not necessarily like for fame, but like I want, I want my light to shine through my music. I want to inspire people. Um, and I think that this podcast was just another way to get my face in front of those people. And it's a whole other mode to let my light shine in a different way. And, and you know, the uncut version, the, the, the version of me that maybe a lot of people don't know. So that's, that's where the podcast came. There's, there's two kinds of people that get remembered and are loved. Uh, and that is people who are good hearted and people who are loud. <laughs> and you are <laughs> definitely good hearted and you are definitely loud. <laughs> so, um, no, those are two great quotes or great traits. You can't, yeah, no, I mean, I, I love surrounding myself with people who are obnoxious and loud and have a combination of a good heart and good intentions. And I think you have both of those things. And I think that is the intention behind this podcast. It is meant to be fun and it is meant to be loud (laughs) and in your face. And I like it a lot. I like it a lot. That was, that's who you are, Devin. You are in your face. (laughs) I know this because of the times at Zeta. Um, and Zeta can obscure your judgment. So not every time is are people good hearted there. I certainly wasn't. Not even close. Zeta We all have Zeta We all have been through the mill, man. Man. You live and you learn, man. What do they Zeta. say? They say they say the best mistakes or sorry, I'd completely the best lessons learned are paid for. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, yeah. you do something and like you really had to learn that, that lesson the hard way. You know, that's something that you learned and you can actually share that with other people. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, n- I don't necessarily ever hate my mistakes, who I was, you know, a couple years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Um, I just think that every day I'm growing. And, and right now, my biggest focus is to be 1% better than I was yesterday. That's perfect. And honestly, and in 100 days, you'll be 100%. Since I, start- I, I started this whole kind of mindset about a month ago, I started dieting and working out and doing stuff. It's good for me, and then what, what's the Bible say? Your body is a temple for Christ. Keep it holy, or, or you know, keep. I, I don't. I'm not the best lyric. I, I'm not the well versed in in Bible verses, but keep it holy. That's but, always know, keep good. Keep it holy. Yeah. Keep it holy. And uh, for me, like I was starting to put on weight. Um, I would just I lacked motivation to get up out of bed to start working out and being physically active, which was a big part of my life. You know, you know, I used to play college football like being an athlete and staying fit and and active was very important to me at one point. But as time went on, like you just, you fall out of it and busy, man. I I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to be able to wake up out of my bed with the attitude, like part of my French, but hell yeah, it's going to be a great day and we're going to make it a great day. And, uh, it, it comes with, it comes with just having that enthusiasm. So I've really been using that enthusiasm working on being 1% better than I was yesterday. And I can honestly say that like, it's probably one of the most rewarding feelings 
on the planet. If you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with anxiety, go work out, get those endorphins flowing, do something that's good for you. Because when you look in the mirror, you can say, you know what? I did this for myself. And you know what that does? It gives you confidence. I know that was one of the entire rant, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. Going back real quickly to the mistakes at Zeta thing. It's grace is what it is, right? If you have, if you, if the undertowing definition of your life is you're living because of God's grace, then you don't have a harsh feeling towards those mistakes. You understand your mistakes in the fraternity house. Um, and you remember good times, obviously, but reflecting on the mistakes, you're able to push grace onto those. And that's another advantage to having like God in your life is because he gives you the ability to do that. He gives you the ability to push grace onto others, right. which you know makes you the good-hearted person you are. And your heart is filled with those things. And now you turn that grace for the past and then you have motivation for the future because you don't want to make mistakes. You don't want to look back and regret not doing something or look back and be like, I shouldn't have done that. So you do try to be better every single day. And yeah, I I think when it comes to working out, I really do believe that you don't have to be fit to for your body to be holy, but you have to be confident in your own skin. And unfortunately, like the world puts a viewing on certain body types being better than another body type. And it almost makes you, it makes me in a way like it makes me in a way that it makes me want to work out for the world. You know, like I want to look a certain way to the world. Work out for you and but I promise I'm, you, you'll be more yeah, successful. But I'm trying to body. do it for me because I'm trying, one, it gets me active. And as soon as I start moving, I'm in touch with the Lord because the Lord grants us movement. So the second that I move, like my body is like in tune with him, which is great. And then after when I'm done and I feel confident and good, like that is what I'm presenting to the Lord. I'm presenting a confident soul because of who he made me to be, you know? So that's yeah, what dude. you're working on. And like, that's really, that's, well, that's great, man. My, my mom, I tell you what, my mom is a Facebook guru. It's all she does is get on Facebook and, um, and run your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't run my Instagram, but she, she doesn't. She's my momager, dude. That Instagram has a woman's touch. And I got to tell you, a woman's touch on an Instagram is. No, I agree. We I need, we agree. need, but, we need women for Instagram because men don't know how to make fire Instagram. But, but back, back to what I was talking about. She's a Facebook guru and, and she, she found a quote and the quote says it's an old like Proverbs kind of thing, like an old ancient tale, wise man, uh, wise man tale, like just a what I don't know, word of the wise tale, whatever. And uh, it says every person has two wolves on the inside of them. There's a good wolf and there's a bad wolf. The good wolf is is all thoughts of positivity. It's rejoice. It's thankfulness. It's gratitude. It's having fun. It's being content. It's it's love. It's being able to get over things. It's not it's it's all that is good and all that is within everybody. It's that the good potential that a person has and a good outlook that someone can have. Then you have a bad wolf. Bad wolf is envy, jealousy, um, hate, uh, grud holding grudges, it's being negative, looking at all the bad stuff, looking at the, the glass half empty. It's every word in Eric Church Eric Church's song yeah, to kill a word. Yeah. But the basically the proverb is uh, it's a grandfather telling it telling this to his um, grandson and he's saying uh, it's your choice as to which wolf you're going to feed which which one are you going to grow which which wolf are like you know which one are you go feed and 
that really resonated with me. It's it's like when you get out of bed, like it doesn't matter like what's going on. Don't be wrong. I deal with anxiety and I overthink everything's to no other um, extent. Like I would, I'd be willing to bet no one takes things to the scenarios by which my, my brain wires it well, to. Because eventually you come to the conclusion that every decision you make, like, feeds one of those wolves right. like you just said and that is stressful well it's stressful, stressful. Well, it was stressful until i simplified it my brain does not simplify things it overthinks it it twists like if i could describe my brain it's me sitting in the middle of a tornado and every thought of every detail of everything everything could go wrong everything could go good it just all swirling and that's how i get overwhelmed because like i can't just like pause and think about a thought i think about a thousand at ADHD. one time yeah maybe i don't know but Anyway, um, if you could simplify it, I, I, I was like, if I could use that thought process from that proverb, like I could simplify it, make it simple. And it's like, it's my choice to be like, you know, this is either a really crappy situation or this is a really good situation or this might be a crappy situation, but I can make it a better situation. And these are the, all the good aspects. And whenever you come to a point where it's like, Oh, I'm so, I'm so pissed off or like, Oh, I'm so upset. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm jealous. Like you got to think like, what are you feeding? Like, let's sit back here. And I don't know. I've just worked on feeding that good wolf, man. It's really helped my uh, anxiety. Cause you know, if you can, you got a choice to reflect on the good or the bad. And I think reflecting on the good is what is most important in moving forward. Yeah, It's just all about for like, for me, it's just all about grace. And that's kind of what, uh, I think you're hinting to like almost don't don't worry about it because no matter what you're gonna feed both wolves you're gonna make you're gonna make mess up you're gonna make mistakes right and even if you're feeding one wolf even if you're feeding one emotion which is negative emotion you can turn it and feed it positive but the same thing like if I'm upset because I had a bad grade in a class I can take that and I can be mad about it and I can be mad at the professor and mad at, you know, maybe my friends for keeping me up at night, but that's feeding the bad wolf. You forget about that. You turn it and you feed the good wolf. You make that decision to be like, no, it's not their fault. You know, like it's not their fault. It's my fault. It's you my gotta fault. Take, it's taking responsibility. Yeah. Really but you got to have grace is. with yourself when you do take that responsibility. Cause like, let's say you come to the conclusion, like, you know what? It is my fault. And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. But once you do that, you have to be able to not hate yourself for it, but motivate yourself for it. So instead of you being like, you know what, this is my fault, this is awful, instead it is, you know what, that's my bad, that one is on me, I screwed up, that was my irresponsibility. However, tomorrow is a new day and I can bounce back for it. So really, having that grace with yourself and feeding that good wolf is really everything you need. It's the perfect equation for success, and it's the perfect equation for having a good life. You know, what is happiness? Uh, what is success? Someone, uh, Luke Hurst, a guitarist of mine, asked me that question. And, you know, I think happiness is being content and chasing at the same time. I think it is being happy with where you're at while still pursuing um, the best you, the best everything, the best outlook. And I think that when you experience that, that's happiness. And it's having happiness in the Lord, man, and having faith. What did you say? It was the perfect equation. It's the per the perfect equation to happiness is is. What did I say? what did I say? Showing yourself grace. Yeah, showing yourself grace, 
But I believe that. I feeding believe your good that. wolf. I believe that. Absolutely. That is so dead on. Another thing is you have to show grace to other people too. You know, because like, let's hard, say but it is you do. hard. It's the harder part of the equation. But like, let's say it is your professor's fault or let's say it is your roommate's fault. Like if you aren't willing to show them grace in your own mind towards them, then you're never going to have a good relationship with that person. Ever well, again. you're going to hold a grudge. In my opinion, when you hold grudges that, that damages relationships. I mean, in my opinion, don't be wrong. I, I've, I've struggled with grudges and I hold on to things and I think about things like, like if something bad happens, I, I, I mark it up on the chalkboard and I'll remember it. But one thing that I've learned is those grudges and that hate not only like, is it hurtful to that other person or it's just all around negative, but in my opinion, like, it's hurting me more than it's hurting them because I'm just holding on to that bitterness and I don't like being bitter. Do you like, does anyone like being bitter? No, seriously. I don't think people do. And and I think bitterness is a choice. You have a a choice. It's a cheap way to get rid of anger is being bitter. You know, it's like a quick outlet. You get like a rush of adrenaline when you're angry. Well, my thing is at least I bitterness is a choice. You got a choice to, you know, hold a grudge or be a baby or feed the bad dog, the bad wolf. So I mean, I think I like I think we've all been there. But one of the biggest things that I try to live my life by cuz I've made so many mistakes, dude. It's it's been awful. I've been through the mill and I think that we've all even made though mistakes. even though other people have forgiven me, I've had the hardest time forgiving myself because you know what that wasn't my best. And that's not who I am now and I the thing is you can't let those those chains hold you back. But being through all of those when you're talking about having grace um I live by this every day, and maybe this maybe this remark might change some of your all's thought processes, but how can I follow Jesus? How can I expect to go to heaven? And how can I expect to get grace from God if I can't give to other people? Yeah. Well And and what what you know what you know Jesus' only commandment was? It's to love. It is to love others as 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 you love Jesus Christ. And I think that grace is within love. She just sounded a little bit like the Sunday morning preacher on like NPR. It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. And then like the somber like <laughs> organ starts playing. Hey, hey, worship team, I need you. I need you to get up here and just just play a couple yeah, notes. Yeah. <laughs> just play a couple notes. Yeah, he gets real. He gets real. Just tall. take us away. <laughs> this is not blasphemous because like uh, I think there's meaning in what we're no, talking. But dude, you know I what? Like church ch- has comedy. I miss church, church has comedy. Bro. And I miss church. You know what? Like I, I can church. laugh. I can if I can rag on my brothers, I can rag on my brethren. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Nah, oh. man, I miss church so much. I um, can rag on my brethren. <laughs> the thing I don't know about you, but church for me, and we can talk about how you feel about church. I hated church as a kid. Church was like, man, this is lame. I also think a this lot of that has to do with. Two things. It's your parents. It's making you do something that you don't want to do or you don't really understand at a young age. And I think the other part of it is attention span. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely both those things. Um, It's both those things. Yeah, it's just you don't want to do it. You could be playing video games. You could be outside. Uh, You don't understand the thoughts. You understand some things. Kids, now, don't get me wrong. When I didn't like going to church as a kid, but then once I was at church... I love. I did. I did enjoy it. Like I always. I don't know. It's something like I hated going there, 
Like on the way there as a kid, I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. And I get there and I see the, my, like, you know, my buddies, if I'm in like a Sunday school class or, uh, and I start to enjoy it and, and kids really do light up like when they're comfortable and everything. Well, so, I mean, running off of that, who is in control of how someone, um, perceives the church and how someone, and who controls someone, you know, who, I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is there are, uh, it's, it's the responsibility of the church. And just like, just like there's classrooms, you know, some students learn better. Uh, their audio, their, their audio, they are, they are, um, they learn things by hearing. What they are your favorite things. things at church? Well, hold on, hold on. Let, let me finish this, this just real quick. And I think that it's it's the duty of the church to, to first of all, not be hypocritical. Don't be the ones to point the fingers. Don't be the ones saying you're burn, you're going to hell for doing this and that. Um, everyone sins. All sins equal the same. But it's the responsibility of the church to 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 draw people in, and. You know, not everybody's church is for everybody, but just like teaching, like some people are just drawn closer to it. And I think that the moment that it changes from a chore and not wanting to do it to enjoying it and really wanting to do it, it kind of comes down to who's a part of that church and like who is, you know, who's presenting it in a way that you actually understand it and you you have found meaning and, and by the way that they show that message. Yeah, church is made comfortable and made fun and enjoying when it is being built by the community around it. And it's all about the people that you go to church with. And if you find a church where your level of spirituality and their, and their level of spirituality match, it is, there's a lot of chemistry there. And that is the best, most perfect way to experience the Lord. And I feel like my church feels like that. Like when I go to my church, I feel like I am being embraced by God through the people that are actually there. And in a way, it is a hundred people in a congregation, some people serving in kids, which is what I do. I work with like the, well, I worked the longest time with like kindergartners through second graders and just being a part of God showing his love to them and using me, it, it is filling. And then I get done with that class. I walk out and I go attend the 11 o'clock service. And, you know, there's people like greeting me and like I'm seeing my friends and they're coming and they're embracing me, you know, because right. it's, it, it's just... It's atmosphere. It's crazy. It, it's in a, a lot of people call it being fake. Like a lot of people think it's it's being fake. And to somebody that's new, it feels that way. You're like how can people be this nice to me? Like, you know, it's just like, are they trying to like get me to stay or anything? Like, no, there's no agenda behind it. It is all through the love of Christ. I mean, that's, that's God shining through. It doesn't matter what you do. The Bible says that God puts your mistakes, your worries, your problems as far West as far East. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sing. You you just you gotta you gotta feel that. Yeah, and it only works too, for me personally. If I open my heart to the Lord on like that morning, either somewhere in between the time I wake up 
and the time I make my first interaction with whoever's at the church, at some point I have to open my heart to the Lord and be like, all right, you're taking over. Like you're driving the ship. And the second that he drives the ship is the second that I start being polite to people and being nice to them. And, and that continues and builds on. And like my, one of my favorite things is like when people are like, Hey, you want to get lunch after this? Like when you're hanging out with people after church, that, that hour after church is like what I'm going to miss because usually now I'm thinking about football. Dang it. Somehow I always start thinking about football and then I just get well, sad. Well, it's awesome being in church. Thing like, oh, who's playing? Yeah, who's playing? It's church is just great vibes. Sunday, I love Sunday church. mornings are really good. That's why I'm easy. I love church. Uh, I miss church so much. Like, cause you're waking up early, but if you work throughout the week, like if you work a job that's like, you know, like an eight to five job, then like getting up at ten o'clock on Sundays to go to church doesn't feel that early. Feels kind of good. You well, still get some of the morning air. It's also pretty dope when you go to like one of those churches that like they don't. They're not worried about you wearing uh, oh, anything. You're accepted for who you are, dude. I can literally roll into my church with. Uh, we'll People say some. We'll, we'll say some some church. Birkenstocks. Yeah. We'll say some gym shorts, uh, t-shirt, like a salty dog t-shirt. That's pretty much what my usual yeah. wear was for church, and. Uh, no, like those environments, like where you feel comfortable, you know, God says, come as you are. You don't have, I mean, I, I understand like the reasoning behind like why it, religious rules and religious values are to dress your nicest and do yeah. this and that. But the Bible says, I definitely to come. understand that. I, I understand. I, and I get it. Dress your best. But, um, I like, I like being able to roll into church, grab me a powdered donut prior yeah. to. Well, see, that's where, that's the amazing thing about just church in general is there's some people that. They're, and everybody's relationship with the Lord is differently. So you just try to find the best community you can. And some people really do experience the Lord th- through dressing up for him on Sunday mornings, coming to him, yeah. you know, sh- giving him your best. Well, I think because that is a, in a way that's a metaphor for their lives. That's what motivates them. Well, follow Christ, you know, how you want to. If, yeah. you, if you feel comfortable yeah. wearing s- sweat, a, a KG jersey, and you want to feel like, like a personal <laughs> or thing, a Shaq jersey. You know, do it. But if you feel that it's like an own sen- it's your own sentimental thing to dress up and do that, then do it. But chase, you know, pursue it the way in which you want to pursue yeah. it, and and don't let anybody hold you back. And I think that's why, I think that's why I have issues with, with the church sometimes. And I'm not saying any specific church because my my church is the best in the whole wide world. But there's a difference between religion and faith. And and religion is the concepts, the rules, the finger pointing. It's the, it's the um. Oh, this is what so and so did. It's the whispering in the pews, and it's the condemnation. And the thing is, within all of that, where is God's love? And the Bible says that God has greater mercy than no one can understand. The same thing with His love. So, um, I don't really like the you know keeping track of church attendance. I don't think that that defines yeah. who you are. I think that your pursuit to Christ is your pursuit to Christ, and no one it's no one's position to judge where you stand in that uh, pursuit. Nor is it in no one's um, position to compare. And and one of the the biggest things that irks me is the Bible says that a sin is a sin. God hates sin. There's not like a lesser sin. Murder and lying are the same thing. And uh, you know, once we start, you know, I think I think society constructs which one's worse according to law, you know, but that, that doesn't mean that it's according to the Bible. And I guess my thing is, you know, 
don't uh, don't be thrown stones if you live in glass houses. And I think that's one of the hardest things that I've had with with religion. You know, pursue God how you want to pursue it, and don't let anyone taint that. Um, and if you are one of those people, like, you know, we're all not perfect, and I'm not sitting here to to condemn anyone. That's just my little TED talk, I guess. No, on no, you said faith and religion are two separate words. Faith is an active state of the heart. So, like, if you have faith, uh, that's that's what you are. You have faith in the Lord. Um, and then religion is a result of faith, of a bunch of people having faith. Religion is more like a word like society. And, like, society is imperfect because it has humans in it. And because humans alone there are imperfect. There are good apples, bad apples, there's, and it is what it is. There's, yeah, there's, there's, it is what it but is. But don't let anyone taint that in your pursuit. You know what I mean? Don't let anyone ruin church for you. Yeah. Because there's a church for everybody out there. Well, the church is, it, what's it say? Two or more people, one or more people. Yep. And and if you're, you're your body's a temple. Anytime somebody gathers, your body's in my a name, temple, I'm man. There. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Put two and two together. You are the church. So you define yeah. what your walk is. Um, I'm not saying live by your own rules, but I'm saying pursue it, pursue it, you know, like you want to, and don't let anybody taint it for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a lot of times when people are talking about church, they are felt let down by the people that attend that church. And the first thing you have to understand about the world is that people are imperfect. So no matter where you get in life, no matter how much Jesus you let into your heart, there's always going to be imperfection there because we ourselves are imperfect. And just because every mirror comes in different shapes and sizes, um, you know, that doesn't stop them from reflecting. So you got to understand just because that person gave off a bad reflection of the Lord to you, that doesn't mean that that's the Lord's reflection. That is it truly right. who he is. You're seeing a, an obscure image. Well, I'll, dude, I'll tell you what you just said. I really like what you said, that all people are imperfect, and you got to look at it that way. Um, one of my biggest faults and flaws is holding grudges and g- getting angry and just not letting things go and just replaying it in my head just exponentially growing in anger and here recently before i choose that anger i'm just i've really focused on on taking a deep breath and saying yeah they're not perfect and i'm not perfect either so it's just like you know maybe they did screw up maybe they were in the wrong but they are just as imperfect as what i am and i think that gives a lot more patience and peace within yourself because it's just like if you can start accepting other people's imperfections and your own imperfections your anxiety your anger your high stress high strung personality is really going to slow down a little bit yeah well we're going to take another break and we're going to play uh dear today by luke holmes oh and uh that's such a good song (laughs) i forgot we were playing songs so uh we'll be back here and we can we break down that song real quick yeah dude I like breaking down songs. Go ahead. So what you'll notice about the song and what I really like about it is he opens up in a soft manner talking about, um, you know, things that he enjoys, things that he likes, things that give him positive feelings. Things, though. He's talking about things. And then the second when he switches over to the chorus and starts singing and the song kind of goes up a little bit is when he starts singing about people that are the closest in his life which are be his mom his dad and 
the things that's, he, he talks about the things yeah. that people take for granted that that or that he would tell himself to not take for granted and he's also giving advice kind of like on the future yeah. like hey keep your head high work on your relationships with these people and as he's talking about that in the song he goes from talking about things he loves which is emotional when you think about the things that you love to the second that he starts talking about the people he loves like that's when the song like goes up a little bit and the emotion level goes up with the song too yeah and that's i cry almost every time every time <laughs> i swear i i love this song i love this song. so uh up next is uh dear today by luke combs listen i ain't trying to bring it down because i'm no damn better than Pushing you around I guess I was just looking out For you and me both Cause we both lose if I told you so So maybe you should call our mama And have a drink with our old man Quit wasting our sweet time And put that diamond on her hand Stop taking me for granted Like I'll always be around Cause even as you read this boy That clock is ticking down And remember every second I got borrowed So I hope you think of me today Sincerely tomorrow We're back We're in segment three we're finishing this puppy up with uh, some hot takes. Some hot takes. Because I have some hot takes. Move that takes. mic away from me, bud. Oh, You're sorry. peeking a lot. Peeking. I didn't mean to peek. You're good. I peaked in high school. So Shut up. <laughs> I love that. That's my so, favorite. So, Hayden, uh, when you came here today, so this was a very spur-of-the-moment um, podcast. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I've been wanting to stock, you know, where I, where I started nursing school, I wanted to stock up on some podcasts to just kind of post whenever i'm unable to um so today is august 26th 7th august 27th now. 28th midnight. now classic but, us um, talking i midnight. i i hit hayden up a couple of days ago i i, I kind of pranked him i said uh i said feet pics question mark <laughs> i got him right here baby. <laughs> and then i followed it up with sorry wrong person and, uh, it was the right person. No, he 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 messaged me back, and he was talking about the podcast because, like he said, he's got a podcast before. This guy does broadcasting. You're working for two radio stations right now, yeah. correct? Yeah. So, um, he said I was actually really happy that that you asked because I I would love to talk about God, talk about Jesus and the faith, but I also want to talk about country music because I've been listening to a lot of it yes. here recently. Yes. Now, um, I want to kind of brag on you. I didn't know about this prior to him coming over, but this man went to the Super Bowl yeah. for coverage. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was a uh, man, most fun experience I think I'll ever have working a job. Like it, like they they signed me to go to the Super Bowl with one of their radio shows on Radio Row in the Miami Convention Center this past year, which just had everybody that's could ever. Yeah, so they sent me to the Super Bowl to run their like man boots on the ground turning the knob setting up equipment for our radio show and there was media members there like uh i'm gonna name drop colin coward um everybody everybody on espn uh, <laughs> mike golick at the time uh trey wingo 
every big show out there that could be watched on national television was there. And uh, a bunch of radio stations, obviously. It was so much fun. And this was... It was hard work. I didn't get a, I didn't have a lot of for fun time. What's cool is like this was right before COVID and everything went nuts. Yeah, so this like, was probably like three February. weeks before. Yeah, this was three weeks before. Like when we were flying down, the guy I was with, Anthony Rothman, was like, I'm kind of nervous to go into an airport right now because like, you know, it's out there and it might be in the States. So at the time it was a little scary. It was scary for everyone. Yeah. I remember like I was just it was so hard to believe that this was reality. Now it's normal to it's normal to walk into Walmart with a mask and see everyone there with Yeah. But like I remember when it first came, it was like, okay, there's two cases. And I remember we went down to spring break. My parents were like, "Hey, be careful. Like wash your hands. Um be smart cuz this yeah. corona could be real." And you know, me I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Well, we come back to school and they called it. I'm like, "Okay, everyone's being a bunch of snowflakes about it." And then it was like, oh my gosh, this is actually scary. Like we don't, yeah. there's not a vaccination. I mean, there is now and in Russia. Ca- all of a sudden there were just cases all over the United States. Like literally like it felt like one day and there was so just scary, cases dude. all around you. At first it was like, oh, there's only cases in Washington. And then like all of a sudden, like the next day there was cases everywhere. Like I would the never... news went crazy and you just shut down and things haven't been the same since what was that early march so yeah i i, I would Weird never year. compare things to the fear that the nation had during 911 but it's crazy cuz like once the nation feels something they all feel it at the same time you got to figure out what day that was that that everything really went crazy like with it was, Trump. It, was it was after the it was like um like march 10th addressing the is nation when everything yeah. started going nuts and i started freaking out a little bit low key it's just we were, freaky. No so, one knew anything. Yeah. So this is what I. This is what it was like for me. Is we were doing a radio show and I was producing and I was doing a radio show with another guy. And we went to break, and the guy says, "Hey man, like, are are you good? Like, do you have like a quick ride home? Or is your family like have money for groceries and everything? Like, are you are you guys good?" And I was like, "Yeah. Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "I'm getting texts from a bunch of people that like the president's about to shut down the country and like I don't know what's about to happen." And it was a little less crazy than that. Like that sounded like there was gonna be riots and everything. Well, there were. There were eventually <laughs> riots, and still are riots. But at that time, like yeah, that was probably the, one of the craziest days of my life. And I remember what I was doing at the time. I was working, and it was weird. <laughs> this is going to be a season that no one will forget. Like, and not season isn't like just like this whole time during COVID. This this period. This is going to be something that forty years down the road. Um, we're going to be like, wow, do you remember that time that it was normal to wear masks? Like we literally evolved through a phase to where like mask game yeah. was a form of clout. Like, oh, you got that, you got that cheap ass paper mask. I got like one of those like, like turtleneck masks. Mine's cooler. <laughs> you know, what's funny about, well, like a dark funny at this point now, but Tommy and I have a podcast and on the first podcast of the, of 2020, we made like a whole joke. Welcome to the twenties. You know, the whole theme of the podcast was we're in the twenties now, and like, <laughs> and how it's like kind of like the nineteen twenties or whatever, and how stupid it sounds. But Tommy and I both said we're like, something bad's gonna happen. The twenties in every century always start out like trash. Like think about it. the Great Depression hit in the last one. That was like. Something bad's gonna happen this decade. I think it already happened, bro. And then a we month, lost Kobe. And yeah, and then that was the thing. Like Tommy and I got done recording that day, and we got the news after I dropped him off at his house that like Kobe had passed away. Like, and 
We had killer bees. We've had we've had um, national riots for the yeah. Black Lives Matter movement. Um, we have COVID. We've got this crap going on with Epstein. The Beirut explosion. I did. I don't know what that is, but is it related to like the Epstein Wayfair oh, no. um, human trafficking? No. That's going on thing, right now. Though, yeah. There was you. Uh, there's UFO. Um, there's UFO stuff that was released by the CIA. Um, I started gambling on sports. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yep. we uh, there's the the pizza. They call it the Pizza Gate. Um, it's just a crazy time, yeah. but I'm anxious to see what's going to happen 40 years from now and the documentaries they're going to make on this year. All the dirt behind it. Everything's going to everything. Cream always rises to the top, and you're going to see. I think in 40 years we're going to see like some miraculous, like crazy, unthinkable things you know that are happening about behind that, closed though? doors. How many people will think all that stuff is like, uh, what are they called? Conspiracies. I think it's I. That's what's sad, and and what sucks. It's going to all be we, conspiracies. There's going to be no facts. Well, the thing is, we live we'll in a time know. where the, the nation gotta... is so divided by based on opinion. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think that once it does come out, no one's going to be, no one's going to want to believe it, especially yeah. if it is against their side and against their beliefs, if it's their people that's behind it. And I'm not like saying it's any, any side or anything, but I just think there's definitely going to be dirt that's going to come out. And you're right. People are going to claim it's con- uh, conspiracy. What we know is a drop. What we don't know is an ocean. It's like the tip of the iceberg, bro. It's like, you don't and understand. That is a big iceberg. So Big. let's get back to uh, to a little bit more about you. Um, you you said prior to the podcast you've been listening to a lot of country music here recently. Yeah. So can you give me like give me like five artists that you've really been listening to? Five artists that I've really been listening to. Well, Hardy is one on my mind because he. I like I like artists that have a lot of humility in their songs, and I think he does, and he like in a really fun way sings about things that are really deep and emotional and like really cool. Dude, I agree. He he puts it in a way that's like like uh what's that song uh, give wh- heaven one some beer hell. Well, give heaven is... some hell is a good one but like um what's it one say beer, on one beer? Yeah. The, the the first line is like uh 17 in a small town. Yeah. Weak knees in a CVS. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and it's talking about a girl who's could be pregnant. Like who has ever put that in a country song and it sound okay and normal and not weird? Yeah, and like is like you like get hype about it. It's like like one beer like I really like how he's and the thing is that's the real American life. Two beer buzz. What it's it's real because um we live I mean society doesn't really accept and like I'm not saying it's okay uh, but I'm just saying like the way like sexual education I think is lacking and I think that the whole hush hush about about you know people who do uh have unplanned uh pregnancies no one's going to talk about that. So I think it's really cool that this, he, that he yeah. put that in a song, and it was normal. This, really cool. The song is about That's how... That's the American dream. It's not the American dream, but it yeah. happens is what I'm saying. This, this, the song is about how alcohol can have long-term damages or long-term effects on your life because he just started drinking one night, and because of that, he made a mistake, and now he has a kid. And, you know, granted, like having a kid's not... A bad thing. It's a good thing. You're bringing a life into the world, but like that's a complete. It's a it's a, it's a change. It's a one eighty in your life. But Whoa. what I think's cool. What were we talking about earlier? Which wolf are you going to feed? We just both said one eighty on your life at the same time. That's insane. <laughs> Jinx. Well, no, I 
I'm just kidding. Up first. I'm just yeah, kidding. you can't jinx me on a podcast. Anyway, that um, sound bad. But I think it's cool because like the like the end the end of the song is like feeding that that good wolf because yeah. the song's really about finding love. It's in and it crazy what one beer can turn into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having a I, good outlook on that. So so you said Hardy. Yeah, uh, he other... he had he had boots that came out. Boots yeah, is an awesome yeah. rock song. That's so grungy. Yeah. I freaking love it. It's great. And then you just said give heaven some hell. Yeah. I want to hear what you think about that. Oh one. man. Um. Yeah, man, that song like, I it first of all reminded me of you because you are are somebody close to that I know that has lost some really good friends, and you know I fortunately haven't like lost I haven't been through that experience, um, so it's like I live that experience through somebody like you like I see yeah. the pain that it puts you in. And I, so I think about somebody that's been through that pain when I hear that song and it's a really good song and it's a really positive song on a situation that is extremely dark. And I love that. I love that. And it's a, it's in a, it's a humble way, a gracious way, but it's also in kind of like a really cool way. Like it's, you know, give heaven somehow. It's this really cool country song. The other one I like is nothing. I want. I want to read a lyric yeah, from a, that that I really liked a big, from that song. That's a big song, man. I mean, that is that attacks a really big concept. Let me. Uh, I. I really. Sorry, I'm trying to find the lyrics here. I was gonna say the, yeah, Hardy's definitely big. So one. I, don't I want think to name the other songs yet to keep us. I think track. these lines are so good in this. It says, "Can't believe that you got me in a suit and tie." I had to take a pool so I wouldn't cry. I I've definitely been there. It's it's it, those are kind of hard lines, but um, I like where he says, uh, "Hide your beer, hide your clear from the man upstairs." <laughs> I yeah. just think it's so it's funny. Fun, it puts a funny twist on the idea of heaven, but I only for I some think reason I thought that it was how'd you clear it from the man upstairs, meaning. I don't know if that's completely correct. Hide How, your, how'd you clear it from the man upstairs? Like yeah. meaning, like how'd you get away with it? Crank let's see, it let's down, crank it loud, hold it down till I get there. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Love that. So, what was the other one you said you really liked? His, uh, you were talking about oh, his Hicks tape earlier. Yeah. Well, nothing out here is just like that's a banger. We all right with this out of touch label. Turn that dirt into what's on the table. We don't need no shiny good. T- I love that, bro. That is a, that's a good song. Uh, I like uh, He Went to Jared. That's a good one. Yeah. And, I went to uh, the bar. <laughs> some Redneck Tendencies. Yeah. That's a good one. Rednecker. That was the one. Rednecker. That, that was like one of the first yeah, one. Was uh, that one. was like the one that he really started to break through. So a lot of people yeah. don't know this, but like Hardy's a really big songwriter. He wrote. He wrote God's Country for Blake Shelton. I didn't know that, and yeah. I actually posted it on the Instagram. He, he had to have written like a ton of Morgan Wallen songs because they're like see. best buds. Yeah, him and Morgan Wallen are like, I'm pretty sure they're like really good dudes. Because like, in Morgan Wallen's song Up Down, Hardy's like first of all Hardy's in multiple of Morgan Wallen's music videos. They do a lot of projects together, so. Even though like Hardy doesn't sing on those songs, like he's in Up Downs video, he is strumming along while Morgan's like starting to sing the song, which is is Friday after five, and he's just staying. I, I he's got just it freestyling. Just time. He's freestyling country music, and that is super cool, bro. Like he's just freestyling. 
That's or at least I guess that's how I guess that's how all songs become made. But dude, that that music video is cool. And what's funny is I didn't know Hardy then, but I was saying like, who's that cool dude yeah. just like chilling? He's chilling. That's but him. Yeah. Let me got the uh, red hat on. Let, let's let's read about some of these songs that he has written here. Um, so really, he started off as kind of like a songwriter, was kind of behind the scenes, being like, like a support act. But he's like really starting to grow. It's like the weekend. Yeah, same thing with um, rap music. Same thing with like Cole Swindell. Cole Swindell wrote like yeah. "Get Me Some of That." He wrote um, uh, he wrote a song for he's he's written multiple songs. Uh, he wrote one for for uh, Florida Georgia Line, and I'm pretty sure it's this is how we roll. Maybe it's maybe it is. I don't know. Either way. He started off as a songwriter and then became a performer, and that's typically how it works in Nashville. Sam Hunt, the same way. He wrote Come Over, sang by Kenny Chesney, um, wrote I Met a Girl, just uh, We Are Tonight, Did Billy you like Currington. Sam Hunt? I love Sam Hunt. Did you like his new stuff? I, I, I his, his no, uh, Southside, South that new Side, album. Right, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. But let's, let's hear, hear the songs that um, Hardy has. His, his, co-written and written so uh he had his hands on simple and t- uh talk you out of it which are yeah. florida georgia lines simple simple huge. um then uh talk you out of it he wrote uh blake shelton's god's true, country he wrote hell right co-written that, though co-written. he's all co-written yeah but that's still i mean that's still just as good but he wrote um blake shelton's uh yeah i don't want to take credit uh anymore. god's country and there's a new song called hell right which has uh trace atkins i think in it um and then he 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 uh, also uh, I don't know about you by by uh, Chris Lane. Um, Good vibes. So who Man, else who else have you been listening to? I've been listening to him. Eric Church is an all timer for me. I Eric got him. Church. Have you heard his new song on. "Stick That in Your Country" song? Yeah, dude, it goes hard. It does. Go Talking hard. about the real problems of the USA. Yeah. Stick that in your country song. Yeah, I love that. And I had to. Mackenzie didn't understand. She's like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "She's like, why doesn't he just say put that in your country song?" No, it's like, like sticking stick it. it. Like, like stick it to the man. Yeah, stick it. it's like stick it. Like it's a punch, you know, whatever. So that was a funny debate that we had. But no, just all of his old stuff, man. Like uh, Outsiders is just a really good one. Great man. album. That had yeah. um, Give Me Back My Hometown. Yeah, Give Me Back My Hometown on it. Had uh, Talladega. Yeah, Talladega. Talladega one yeah. of the greatest. Roller Coaster Ride. Well, maybe it didn't have Roller Coaster Ride on it. I love I love Eric Church, though. He's sick. Same. Um yeah, no, I I listened to a lot of Eric Church. I've been listening to obviously a ton of Morgan Wallen. I was on Morgan Wallen before everybody. I feel great about it too. Same here, honestly. Good same here. On it, yeah. Yep. He, nope. I remember the first time I listened to "If I Know Me." I was driving back from Indiana, and I was just like, "Who's this guy on Up Down?" Like everybody's always like sharing FGL, and like, who's this Morgan Wallen guy? Like, is he even really in this song? Everybody sounds like FGL. <laughs> because I, I thought they sounded the same you know when you hear something for the first time you're like whatever and i played his if i know me album and i was just just bopping up and down so what what's your out of the last few singles that he has put out what's what's been your favorite so he's got this bar yeah more than my hometown know. seven summers I don't like Seven Summers. Dude, I, I don't either. He's got better songs. Okay, so summers. between this bar and... It doesn't flow well. I, like, I, thought, I think it, I think it's a song for the girls, unfortunately. Yeah. I think it's a song for the yeah. girls and a song for the TikTok. Yeah. But I'm not saying that he's not good and I don't like him. Morgan Wallen is one of my top three. But no, I agree. Oh, yeah. I, I like... I liked, um, he has some... You can have some more than I like more than my hometown. Oh, my gosh. And this bar... My heart stuck in these streets like the train tracks. That <laughs> Love that bar. It's a great bar. So um, anybody else Same you've been listening to? Same gas station cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I need to have some of the hills, girl, and out in them. Love that. Funny. Yeah, he just he's just goofy about so, songs. So have you heard his um, new unreleased tracks? I didn't listen to them. I saw you posted them, but I well apparently I, I can't listen to them because they got taken down. Yeah, so they well they got taken down, and then someone downloaded them, and basically people just upload links every week. Yeah, every time it gets taken down. But um, yeah, basically his from my understanding, and I'm and I'm not for sure, but sometimes like if you're producing a song or working on something, like you can share it to those things and hide it underneath a, a secret name. Yeah. Like like on SoundCloud, that's where people found it. And it was hidden under a secret name, but it was clearly Morgan Wallen when you listened to it. Um, it's like Juice World, bro. Juice World's and basically, got 10,000 songs. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they planned on anybody finding them. Yeah. You know? And it, it, what's funny is once it got out, like they were deleted immediately. Well, yeah, you know they get pissed. Artists get so mad when they... Well, it's more so the labels that get mad because that's their money. That's going to ruin that song's release, yeah. which who knows how much money it goes into that song. Yeah. And if it doesn't release like they want it to, it's not going to be beneficial to his career. Yeah. So that's why it's a big deal if that happens. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's like the like unfinished version of that song too that just sounds horrible. So like then people can't even listen to the final product because they just think of like the old one. Yeah, they're just so stuck on yeah. it. Yeah, they heard it before. So yeah. it, it is it is it is detrimental. Kind of like when that happens a little bit. But he's got a song on there. My favorite is Afterglow, and London Cowan actually showed me that. Um, Great song. He's got yeah. a lot of other good ones on there. I'm but check uh, that out, man. If you want to go check him out, I actually posted it on my uh, Instagram page, uh, which is at Hell Yeah Paul Paul. And yeah, uh, Paul Paul. in the bio is the latest link that I had to the SoundCloud that had the playlist of it. But uh, go check that out if you like Morgan Wallen. Love Morgan Wallen. He's so good, bro. Uh, here's another song that I kind of have a hot take about. Dan and Shay's uh, I Should Probably Go to Bed. It's I think it's pop, yeah, but I like it's it. It's very poppy. I'm go- and I'm going to like it until they overplay it, just like they oh, overplayed from the ground up. Oh, I should probably go to bed. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's catchy. It's so catchy. It's going to make the dollars. That's what the problem It's going to make the money, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I just don't like it. Something about it makes me mad. Dan and Shay, though, their other song, every single one of their other songs bops. Love them. I went to their first arena arena uh, concert outside of Nashville because they had only played in Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, and it was the first one of their tour in Columbus. Oh, no way. And Nationwide, we got floor seats. for va- It was like a Valentine's Day double date with somebody else. I've I've been to Blue Jackets playoff games there. I've been to other. You used to work there. for the Blue Jackets as well. Yeah, I've been to so I've been to that building a thousand times for a thousand different Schweid. things. The Schweido. Schweido. It, it was. I've never heard it as loud as I did for the Dan Jay concert. Because their well, songs are their anthems. You can scream them a lot, like along with them, and when you're at like great concert, amazing. So they're um, great live. This is going to be a quick change of subject, but typically when we're up this late talking and hanging, we always find our way back to Schneider's. So oh, when was the last okay. time you had a Schneider's donut? Oh. And explain what Schneider's is. Schneider's is this great little bakery in Westerville that opens earlier than any other place has ever opened, and that is 1.30 in the morning. They open at 1.30 in the morning, and uh, yeah, they just sell donuts, cheap donuts. You can buy two donuts for like two fifty. 
with with some milk. With some milk. I think it gets up to like three fifty with the milk. But you can get two milks for two for like three fifty. Two milks and two donuts for three fifty. And then we would go back to our room and we would just crush episodes of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, I remember that. I I thought that show was so stupid. And then we'd wake up. You you don't like that show? I was not a fan. I was like, this is just like trippy. It is trippy. But yeah, the, the chocolate milks and are dope. And something about chocolate milks. And and, and you somehow we end up calling it schmoes. Well, yeah. Well, so here's what happened. Cougar and I, it was when Cougar started living in the house for the first summer. And we would go to the donut shop late at night, you know? Because like, there's nobody living in the house for summer. So it was just Cougar and I. And we'd be like running around like. We literally would run around Uptown Westerville just because nobody would be out at all. There's dead. nothing to do. We'd get our donuts. We walked around the other side of Schneider's, and we sit at this church gazebo, gonna just eating our donuts there. And he said, is this Old Man Schmoder's church? <laughs> and I said, what? What did you just say? Old Man Schmoder, the guy that runs the donut place. And I'm like, it's called, wait, what did you say? He's like, Old Man Schmo. I'm like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I just, we didn't stop calling it old man schmo. It just became schmoes. <laughs> like it, it's one of those things that he messed up what he said, but like, it was so great that it just became schmoes. <laughs> and honestly, it's a better name. i tell you what, I'll never forget when we walked, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was you that did this. <laughs> so like. Like he said, this place opens up at like one thirty. One thirty sharp. And um, there's always like a line, like they'll line up the door and get, yeah, kind of go yeah. go part part of ways of down the down the block. Like there's there's it's oh, nothing yeah. for them to have a fifty person, hundred yeah, person like line. Like on a Friday night, going into Saturday morning. Yeah. So our fraternity is like literally a half a block from this place. You could throw a football. To yeah, it. and hit and hit and hit Schneider's. And one time, like eight of us walked to. Schneider's to get some late night donuts and they're like the this story. is probably the biggest line. It's freezing outside. Yeah. It's me, Hayden, B Shade, Mina, Ben, Tom, and <laughs> we all get in there. We all get inside. And you know when you're inside and you're yeah. in the warm environment, everyone's watching yeah. you, just waiting until you get out so yeah. they can get in. Yeah. And you pants B Shade, but you got his boxers too. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that? I've caused that man so much trouble, and I block it out and don't tell anybody about it, but I did not expect him to be commando and everything. Cause everyone I, saw it. Like it, it flopped out in front of all the donuts. Because you know it's one thirty in the morning. Everybody's giving off good vibes. Everybody's having fun and making jokes. It's someone just had to take people. it a little too far. But I decided this would be hilarious if I pants him. You know? <laughs> it's... Literally, I remember God. watching it happen, and like I didn't expect to hear. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he's he's really naked. He's like he's naked right now at Schmoes with 75 people lined outside looking at it. I got addicted to panting people. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so easy. Sometimes people's athletic shorts, like you just catch their athletic shorts, and they're just so like you just know it just <laughs> it just would be like just. It's like it's it's one of those things where it's such an easy thing to just embarrass the daylights out of somebody. I'll tell you, uh, I was I was, <laughs> I, and I've said this on the podcast before. It, it's so bo- mean. being naked does not bother me no. like at all. But one time I was completely embarrassed. So 
I was in the seventh grade, <laughs> crucial time that you're you're trying to be cool and you're trying to be accepted and you don't want to do anything that's embarrassing because that's just like one step back in like who you are and people yeah. how people view you. So I'm at track practice and, um, you know when you're when you're going from a kid to a teen and like a young adult, like you you there are things you just learn and you learn what to do, what not to do, what what to wear, what not to wear. Well, this day at practice, I had on whitey tidies. This is the last day of my life that I ever wore any whitey tidies. And uh, I was standing there flirting with some girls, like Shocker. hardcore, and someone just came up and pants me. And like I was standing there, and it just happened so fast because it happens, and it's just me and my whitey tidies. You just got to take it. And it's all instead about of like freaking it. out, I was like, he just pants me. <laughs> And they're all looking down at my whitey tidies, and I just slowly picked them up. Never wore whitey tidies again. Ever. Period. Yeah, Period I with pants, a T. I've pants. I don't want to even bring up the, the amount of people <laughs> I've pantsed. Well, I mostly tried to do it in front of other guys because, like, it's not as bad. In front it of wasn't other your guys. intention that you thought anything would have happened like that, but it happened, dude. And he took it like a champ. He did. Took it like a champ. Shade's a great guy. He's a great Dude, guy. Dude, I like Shade, and Shade is starting to play guitar and stuff. Um, but, you know, I think we're starting to run out on time here. Um, I would love to talk with Hayden no, all talk, night. We could talk for six days. Great. Yeah, most definitely we could. But, uh, Hayden, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for helping me uh, set up this studio and Let's rearrange my room so that it can look nicer. Um, guys, if you're listening and you like what you heard today, take a picture uh, record the video of Hell Yeah Pawpaw and put it on Instagram or something and uh, we'll share it. Um, there's a lot of time that goes into this and this is, uh, I don't know, I think we got some cool stuff that some yeah. people would find as interesting, especially people like country music and especially the people that uh, want to see a different kind of take on country music. So uh, help us out, give us the follow, refer people. We're going to be doing some more giveaways soon. I have t-shirts and uh, I think we're, excuse me, be on the lookout for uh, be on the lookout for giveaways. Um, I have T-shirts I'm going to be giving away. I just gave away a pair of Crocs. Um, I'm looking at doing a guitar yeah. here in the future and wristbands. Um, just uh, you know, if you like what you hear, support it. Tell your dog. Tell your dog. Tell your dog about Hell Yeah Paw Paw. That'd be sweet if I got Hell Yeah Paw Paw like Hell leashes yeah, for dogs. Paw Paw. Paw Paw. Well, he just said it, folks. Hell yeah, Paul Paul.